Brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. My name is Brian Harrison. My name is Nicholas Pizzuti. I'm Chris Young. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. Grubhub and Uber and all those things are, are great, but they're not to the point yet where we have like diners, drive-ins, and delivery. Like the stuff we're watching that minute on the TV somehow via a drone or a hyperloop magic or something has to end up on our door. <laughs> I want somebody to feed me <laughs> like like in the old like grapes <laughs> like right. back in the day. Just put it in my mouth while I watch my TV like a fat ass. <laughs> well, I mean, you could hire somebody to do just about anything. Well, yeah, I mean, they can't just be some hot, stinky oil dudes. You know, maybe for the the, the female uh, gender, that would be okay. But for me, they would have to be, you know, like, I don't know, grape girls. They would have to be like, they just wouldn't be the the run of the mill, uh, like your, you know, your wife or your girlfriend. Well, go get your own damn grapes. These would have to be like committed to the the grape delivery process and every every avenue. Let let me ask you, could you have a male feed you food? Or would that just straight up be awkward? Because that's off the. T- I'm not doing it if that if that's the case. Yeah, I think that. I, you know, I I mean, I I'm a pretty open dude, but I think uh, male grapes are off of my table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> male grapes. <laughs> just put that together in my head. Sorry. All right. Thank you. I, I'm glad someone someone bit through that. Uh. I actually think that's a that's a good idea not not the grapes one but uh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like ordering food like the food network they could time like maybe one primetime show they're like okay we're gonna have all of these like they call them the ghost kitchens like the the doordash kitchens that are sure so we're gonna air this special at primetime well, I guess most people don't eat at prime time, but whatever. We're, we're going to have it prepped so people who are watching that show can eat the, can order the food while they're seeing it on their TV. Yeah. So you yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't know. It, or for like a marketing perspective as like almost a commercial because these smaller businesses don't have the money to advertise or is that what you're seeing? It I as? think it would have to be a huge mega corporation nationwide chain of something or other would have to do this i suppose you could do it with local commercials too like some local chain that had a bunch of kitchens well because like the diners fashion those are all little you know those little places so i was just sticking with the right idea of that i mean it could be like a big a big production but it could be even like you know, kind of like what Oprah did. And you get a hot dog and you get a <laughs> hot dog and, and everyone get, you know, just however they're they're brought out by all of these uh, grape deliverers and grape feeders and, and, you know, but it shows up at your door somehow via the magic of things we have yet to figure out. Or it could be like, because television is streaming now, most of it, like broadcast television is dying. Like, so you could maybe have like some hyper-localized streaming TV on Netflix, a show like diners, drive-ins, whatever, but 
it's only broadcast to people within like 10 mile radius. Like everybody has their own show at that time. So only people who are within delivery distance of that restaurant can see the show so they don't crave the food that's not available to them. Tom, I think you touched on something and didn't even notice it there. Maybe we're just thinking on too small of a scale here, too. Maybe they could just just straight up stream us food. <laughs> you know, that's what I've always wondered. That's what, how can I get what you're cooking into my mouth, right? <laughs> yeah, right now. Yep. Just plug in and have a Big Mac or a, a Well, song. it's like, you know, I envision like someday your house will have these big tubes like you go to get your money from the drive through at the bank, right? So it's just one of those things that they fire food via air power to your house and you just sort of open your mouth like Homer Simpson and shoot it down your throat. <laughs> Hit the lasagna button, you're all set. Yeah, there you go. And I have seen that you can print some food with 3D printers, like chocolate, for example. There's the idea, though. If you have a 3D printer, it can print theoretically everything, right? You could uh, now you load media in it, right? So plastic media, or they're like you said, food media. Now they even have, um, like you know, say it's pasta, or say it's masa, or whatever it is. It could actually print you a taco uh, with its code. We're onto something here, and, and someday, man, when this happens, we're all going to have to sit around and, and wonder why we didn't Bezos it, right? We're also going to have to wonder it, it, when we're sitting in front of it going, do I really trust this computer taco? <laughs> what if somebody hacked it? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you could even take it further if it was a ghost kitchen, right? So the biggest problem you have with distribution of, of food is, you know, like consistency, quality, temperature, and things like that. So if you had it where the uh, the stuff was there and it was like a box. And I know these aren't good to eat, but the MREs, the military meals ready to eat, where they open the packet, shake it, and it instantly starts boiling the water due to the chemical reaction in the, the packaging. Um, that's what you'd have to have. So it actually cooks it on your front porch seconds before you eat it. Yeah, because I'm curious because, okay, so now if you have a 3D printer, can you bring things to temp? You can print it. But you can't have it like the the 3D printer would be your convection oven or air fryer all in one. So I'm going to print some chicken wings and why it's printing them. It's heating them because I know, you know, like I'm just coming from a, a metal and a plastic world. It comes mol sort of molten when they print that media. So uh, your assorted chicken lips and parts uh, would would be able to be heated to temperature before they're uh, screwed out into a various shape of your enjoyment. <laughs> and that's funny because would everything like if you got like a I, I don't know some sort of chicken would it just be everything would be like a chicken nugget basically because it would be this reconfigured chicken not necessarily in the same order that it originally was. Right. That's probably the way it would go and. What was it? One of the movies back in the day where they just ate the tablet. That the, here's your steak tablet, right? So it has all the the taste and enjoyment of a steak, but it's in little tablet form. I have a different idea of how the future will be. I might have talked about this on the podcast. So now that they're getting like drone delivery of st stuff, just barely, like a few places in the country have like drone delivery. 
Now, what? let's say you have like IKEA furniture or like a food thing that you've got to put two things together. Let's say one ingredient is in one building and one ingredient is in another building. Why can't the two drones, like, on their way to your house, come together and build the thing in midair? Air hump and build your taco. So, <laughs> like, there, there won't be factories, there won't be restaurants, and you, but you won't have 3D printers at home. Everything will be done on route by the drones in the sky. So the sky will be just, like, this big factory of, like, it'll be, like, black with, like... A whole bunch of things being built by drones just in the sky all over the place. Just recipes being put together. Um, he wanted to come together like Thundercat or not Thundercat. Yeah, right. Uh, 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 I both. will be the arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, then the, then the bad part is, is the fireworks will bring those <laughs> mosquitoes down. And... <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll need your uh, firework repellent to, um, to keep the mosquitoes away from the food as we cook it underneath the drones. Yeah, it would it would suck to see your uh, rack of lamb being made up there, and, a, and an eagle steal it in mid-flight and fly off with your meal. <laughs> um, I don't normally watch the Food Network, but if I could like hit a button and order like a thing, I might consider watching that show. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, like I said, you know, for the 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 Food Network is is porn for fat people, myself included. But it's one of those things that. Uh, if you could get some of that stuff without the the physical driving and 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 securing it, I'm all for it. Actually, have you heard of Mr. Beast, the YouTuber? Uh, I have not. He's one of the biggest YouTubers. He does stuff like um, give away a million dollars in some creative way, or like he'll drop it from the sky, or he'll make like a pool full of Jello and like just like stunts and things with like just big numbers of things is like his niche sure but one of the things he did is he created it's a real restaurant called mr beast burger so there is no restaurant called mr beast burger there's an app and you can order a mr beast burger and i don't know if it's nationwide and i think this is a permanent thing sometimes he does stunts like that with like big apps and stuff but i think this is a permanent business that he started where anybody can order a mr beast burger in some random ghost kitchen or some even some local restaurants who are under contract with him will cook the burger and then we'll pick the order up yeah and and they doordash or it's one of those companies delivers it wow it's really close to what you're i mean he doesn't have a live television show but other than that it's almost exactly the same thing just one step farther would be to take Mr. Beast Burger and have, like, at the same time he releases a new YouTube video, he could have a new recipe at Mr. Beast Burger. So you, you might have been kidding with your idea, yeah. but I think it, it'll actually happen. <laughs> yeah, I, you're, you're right. Silly me trying to be funny all my life and not be uh, uh, functional. That's, that's it, right? Yeah, I always wonder with some of my, like, sillier ideas or like is somebody gonna do it and like which which idea on my show like my idea or somebody else's idea is actually gonna happen it'll probably be one of the dumbest ones (laughs) it's so crazy that you say that because my buddy asked one time he's like do you think anybody's ever done it and i'm like you know what chances are they probably have and i'm like chances are they probably brew beer with urine and 
lo and behold, they brew beer with urine. So, you know, nothing surprises me anymore. Most of the stuff we see, we're, you know, we think we're geniuses right now by this delivery food system. And yeah, somebody, I, you know what, I'd be willing to bet somebody's already working on this system. How can I just pump my product to people (laughs) without losing any revenue? Anybody have any shows or podcasts or anything to plug? You have a podcast, right? Yeah. Moist, definitely. Podcast is on hiatus at the moment. Okay. Working on getting out some details figured out for the next season, we're calling it. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.